So, retrospectors, what historical events are we ticking off on this week's run of Today in History? Well, Monday is the anniversary of the day Roger first publishes famous thesaurus. Then on Tuesday, we say happy birthday, Mr. Potato Head. On Wednesday, the extraordinary stories of the child soldiers who fought in the American Civil War. On Thursday, how King James changed the word of God. And on Friday, what did spam emails look like in 1978? We discuss this and more on Today in History with the retrospectors. Ten minutes every weekday, wherever you get your podcasts. It's only a kick, a jump, a block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle, a run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. Hear that? Believe it or not, summer is just around the corner. Luckily, ArmorAll, America's most trusted auto appearance brand, has what your car needs to get that perfect summer shine. Plus, now through May 31st, we'll give you $5 for every $20 you spend on ArmorAll products. That means car wash pods, protectant, tire shine, you name it. Find out how to get your $5 rebate at ArmorAll.com. ArmorAll, less work, more clean. Terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Welcome to, for Formula One's sake, the Rogue Marshal of F1 Podcasts. Oh, it's the Scarlet Pimpernel. <laughs> Where will he appear from? Oh, Tis I, the Rogue Marshal. <laughs> I've realised, as I've said the Scarlet Pimpernel, I don't actually know anything about it. <laughs> Welcome to, for Formula One's sake, the whining team principal of F1 Podcasts. Uh, Marshal. No, you started it. Welcome to, for Formula One's sake, the unclear overtaking rule of F1 podcasts. Can we say that? We can say that. We can now say that. Everyone else thinks we can't say that, but now we I can I don't think it's clear that. whether we, we can try say, and say that. It again. Welcome to, for Formula One's sake, we will cause a yellow flag and then use it to shoot up the charts. I've taken off my shoes and I'm sitting in the middle of the track. Welcome to, for Formula One's sake, VSCing the end of races since 2015. Is that just recording on okay. video? No, we have to... Uh, do everything at 40% quality. I mean, which for us. <laughs> I'm Chica Ayres and I'll wave my flag whenever I fucking well please. Today, from the internet, we'll be discussing the inaugural Qatar Grand Prix, where F1 drivers pretended to be motorcyclists, tyres pretended to last longer than 31 laps, and Fernando Alonso pretended it was 2006. Lewis Hamilton continued the comeback that we thought was dead in the water and holy shit, maybe we'll have an exciting end to the season after all. That is all to come. Joining me is a motoring journalist who may have just thrown a load of money away. It's Phil Tromans. Well, that is nothing new. Well, regular listeners will know that I just bought a car. Um, I was about to buy it last week and I now have it. Picked it up on Sunday. Generally very pleased with it, but I've been sort of going around it and cleaning it and looking at it in a bit more detail than maybe I should have done when I picked it up. And it's a little bit rustier in one area than I thought it was. So I'm mildly worried that it might be about to fall apart. 
But I'm taking it to the garage on Friday and tune in next time to find out if I've just wasted hundreds of pounds on a rusty piece of crap. I have been watching lots of YouTube videos over the pandemic. I reckon I can do welding now. So <laughs> if you need someone... I, f- I fear it might need some welding because, it, annoyingly, the, the rusty bit is on, on the inside of the rear arch, which is the only bit that you can't just take off and replace with another bit. So it, you'd have to sort of go in and cut it out and weld it in. Well, maybe I'm going to have to spend a load of money on it, but we'll wait and see. Other than that, very pleased with it. And the other things that are mm-hmm. wrong with it. But, you know, we'll see. I mean, you're only taking your daughter around. Yeah, what's the worst that can happen? Safe, does it? And alongside him is a man who is not drinking. It is Terry Saunders. I haven't kept track, but I think this is about the fourth podcast that I've not been raging drunk on what? in our entire history. Is that why you've not been funny Ooh. so far? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's going to be a long Is this going to be sensible Terry? Yeah, yeah, I'm going to be... I'm going to be very positive about Formula <laughs> One. <laughs> I don't like the sound of this at all. Yeah, I love Formula really? One. Really? Just uh, yeah, it's just when I'm drunk, I just it's just other issues <laughs> bubble up, and I just said I hate it. But you know, going to be so, relentlessly positive. It's great. Is it is it just during for everyone's sake, or in in general, you're not drinking? I've just had this cold for about two months that I keep thinking is COVID, and it keeps coming back. And I've been, you know. Hitting it hard, as the kids say, so I'm going to hit it less hard. I'm going to, I'm going to take the hammer from the nail, and I'm going to hang the hammer back on the hook, and then I'm going to have a drink because I was quite knackering. <laughs> Just thinking. So it's not it. hammer time, is what you're saying? It's not hammer time. It's tonight's episode is brought to you by Fritz Cola oh, time. Oh, so you're mm. absolutely off your tits on caffeine instead. I am so wired. <laughs> and I've just done a line of coke as well. This is fucking great. And I've got some heroin for the I really like oh, Fritz fantastic. Cola. I was in Germany two weeks ago and I had some Fritz Cola and it's amazing. Then I looked it up and it's got three times as much caffeine in it as regular coke. And it's like, it's basically yep. Red Bull. I get it delivered by the crate every morning. <laughs> <laughs> You're wondering why you don't need drink. Chica, what's been going on with you? I had a Zoom uh, meeting at work. Whoa. And it was, yes, I know, I know, new to everyone. But it was one of those ones where I'd had like a really busy day up until then and I was starving. So decided halfway through the meeting to quickly turn off the camera, turn off the mic, run downstairs, make a massive sandwich, come back upstairs. I was asked a question, quickly put the camera and mic back on, give some sort of coherent answer not great but you know it'll do then turn off the mic and camera and then i just like inhaled this sandwich like you know shoving it against my face everywhere and then i got a text from someone i worked with saying nice snack and i was like i just i'd forgotten to turn my camera off and just like (laughs) gorged on this sandwich (laughs) with my face on a big screen Right, here's a joke about Listener's Corner that is tangentially related to the track in some way. The race at the Los Ailes International Circuit was notable for a number of reasons, including it being the first Grand Prix in Qatar, the most boring race for a while, and the time when the friendly bands between Mercedes and Red Bull really seemed to turn quite nasty. Both teams stopped moving their pneumatic lines when the others pitted, which is just childish. Christian Horner was convinced that Mercedes had a shonky wing and the marshals had it in for him. And Toto Wolff said that Horner had married the shittest Spice Girl. OK, we made the last one up. But Tom Murray said, how long before Karen Horner admits that Netflix are paying him more in bribes than he makes in Red Bull? 
and Russell Pointer says the pneumatic line saga now rages as the pendulum swings from Red Bull to Merck. What next? Maybe Mercedes will get a streaker to run across the track in front of Max or let a wheel run down the pit lane to block others coming in? Tim Renler asks, has the FIA lost control? Drivers don't know when they can defend. Team principals and owners are bad-mouthing marshals and stewards openly. It's like footballers crowding referees to have a moan. Too many times, principals, cough, Christian Horner, try to shit-stir and get away with it. And Mark Jennings says, Horner is like thrush, an annoying <laughs> Mark, you've never had thrush. Don't try that. Is that what you say, Chica, when you've got thrush? Do you go, oh, my it's so annoying oh, right it, now. oh gosh I've got an annoying <laughs> right now oh I've just got like the raging, Christi- the raging Horner, Horner. <laughs> I've got a Horner on right now <laughs> it has got super bitchy hasn't it I've not seen the movie Mean Girls in a while but I remember it being quite like this I must admit <laughs> I totally missed the whole pneumatic line saga oh, yeah. so what because I know that bit so so they're dangling down and then when the cars go into pit, yeah, someone just yeah. Goes, usually the team, oh, the team that the the car is coming past, uh, usually moves them out of the way so they can cut in. They're not doing that now. No, no, no. You have to go the long way around. Uh, uh, that is. Extraordinary. You have to go the long way around. I'm here for this. That is so petty. That's amazing. <laughs> I mean, the whole thing's just ridiculous. Did you keep a, an eye on the? I mean, Christian Horner was going full Alex Jones conspiracy theorist, wasn't he? He, he reckoned. That Mercedes have got a rear wing that's moving because he produced photo evidence of like some score marks that the bottom bit of the wing that isn't the DRS flappy bit was moving illegally and that this was proof and this was the smoking gun and then he thought that maybe a rogue marshal had it in for him because he didn't put the proper flags out when Gasly had the had the broken tire and then the, the Verstappen got the thing and then was it's just it's it's he's gone mad he's gone absolutely mad. Has he, though? Oh. In my state of F1 later on, I will give a different theory to why he's acting like he is. Ooh. Stay tuned, or just fast forward. <laughs> <laughs> but, oh, God, it's just crazy, isn't it? I mean, I've got to admit, it's yeah, fucking it's great. <laughs> I mean, you know that I always want fisticuffs in Formula 1. <clears throat> mm-hmm. I mean, I'm really hoping that Toto and Christian, like when they get interviewed by, you know, that bit where they've got that awkward shuffle where they've got to like get off the stool and on the stool. Imagine if Toto Wolf is on the stool and they're like, well, thank you, Toto. We've got Christian Horner coming. And then Horner just comes and like just pushes the stool over yeah, yeah. and they start like fucking learning into yeah. each other. Just trips him up as he comes, as he stumbles onto set. Although, you know, that I mean, in a fight, Wolf would absolutely marmalizing mm-hmm. the guy's built mm-hmm. like a brick shit house. Wolf could have him and old one eye, what's his name? Marco. Mar- Helmut Marco. Yeah. Wolf could have them both in like a double Literally headlocks. just pick them up and just crush their heads together. Oh, <laughs> God. But the way they're acting, it'd be more like, like a sort what? of weird bitch slap fight. They'd be just like... Mm. Oh, it's great. It has got nasty. Yeah. yeah. It's brilliant. That that veneer of, of like, oh, it's all it's all for good fun, isn't it? It's all fun and games. We're all just, <laughs> we're all just guys racing our cars. And that's just like, you are a dick and I will end you. But Chica makes a good point. Who is the sh- who would be the shittiest Spice Girl to marry? Oh, Jerry, I would have thought. I think Baby would be. Quite I was going to say Baby Spice. Who I are the other ones? Be. Ginger sporty. Spice, Sporty Spice, Sport- Posh ah, so Spice, Baby Spice. Sporty Spice is the baby best spice. spice. Time has proven, proven me right on that. Scary Spice. Oh, I forgot. Scary about Spice her. would be the best one. Would she? Yeah, she'd be all right. Laugh. Would she? Mm. I think she'd get on your nerves after a while. 
I think sporty is just the right balance of a little bit way, but it seems lovely. I thought that back in the 90s and I stick with it now. It's quite sporty. Okay. However, I would, for the record, I would marry Posh Spice. For the money? That's the last Spice Girl. To stick it to David Beckham? No, that was always, she was always my favourite. Right from when I was a kid. Really? Yeah. Interesting. There's a pod- Still got a sausage anyway. podcast yeah. in this. <laughs> Fucking gosh, <laughs> <laughs> you, you and oh, David Beckham. Oh, that one's already yeah. taken. <laughs> well, he was at the race this weekend. He might, we could do some cross pollination. It was just, it was, it would just be yeah. me interviewing David Beckham. <laughs> so, so <laughs> we're going to go because you know that, um, especially when Matt, feel free to cut this bit because it's, it's taking the piss out of your industry. But now that more and more celebrities are doing podcasts, some of the podcasts. Things are quite contrived. Like, I think is it is it Sean Keaven is doing one about like what would my fictional festival lineup be or something? Oh, well, Sean Keaveney. I mean, I have you seen the caliber of people that he gets working for him? No, it's one notes. Not that great. Exactly. I wasn't going to make it, but my would be interviewing David Beckham and go, "Let's go through every time you've had sex with Posh Posh, <laughs> and each episode will be one time you've had sex with her." Please, David. <laughs> <laughs> have you got any pictures? <laughs> Right, moving on. Amid all the bitchiness, there was a race, actually. Not a great race, but a race nonetheless. Matt Bryant said, can we just have the Qatar, Bahrain, Abu Dhabi and possibly Saudi Arabia races over the course of one weekend? That way we get them over with quicker. On the plus side, this offered a nice come down after the excitement of Brazil. Wes Paul Stops says, just thinking of Phil's prediction during the Mexican review about how Max was going to just walk away with it now... And Keith Russell says Lewis was elated, Alonso was reinstated, Bottas and Gasly was deflated, and Horner was berated. Oh, that's good. Mm, Not that funny, that's good. good. Yeah, it's a, it's a small return to form, <laughs> Keith. Keith. I don't think it's your best work, but, you know, it was included on the podcast this week, so keep it up. It's very much the Qatar Grand Prix of your comments, <laughs> Keith. <laughs> um, Wes, yes, you are right. I fully hold my hands up. I did think that... Um, that Max was going to run away with it after Mexico, and I am frankly pleased to confirm that I was entirely wrong, and it's looking like it's going to be much closer. Um, So, yeah, I'm fine with that. I got it wrong, uh, and everyone's happier as a result. As for Matt's thing about getting all the races over with, I'm actually... Putting aside, for a second, all the politics, I'm actually quite looking forward to Saudi because the track looks bonkers. If they have it Mm -hmm. finished in time, which they probably will, but... Well, I hope they haven't finished it because that, that will make it be, more fun. That would be that, that would, would be, be pretty great. funny. But mm-hmm. assuming they finish it, the track itself does look quite interesting because it's a, a narrow, windy street track, but it's incredibly fast. And I mm-hmm. don't know what's going to happen, so I'm intrigued to see it. I would say we could mix both ideas because Abu Dhabi's got lots of configurations. So I think what they should do is have configurations of the Bahrain, the Qatar, and the Saudi tracks in Abu Dhabi. That's probably possible. Mm-hmm. And every ten laps, just change the configuration. Well, they have they have rejigged Abu Dhabi a bit. There's some new corners, and I don't know what difference that's going to make. I'm going to go ahead now and say probably none. But you know, maybe it'll help. How maybe. much do you know about it, um, Phil? A very small amount. I would say. Right. Okay. But the thing is, the facilities there, the, the facilities are so good. Like, it's so easy to get in and out of the track, and they've got plenty of food, yes, you've and you been don't have there. to queue, and it's, oh, that's the main okay. thing. It's what everyone's looking forward to. Okay. 
So in other news, the final spot on the 2022 F1 grid has been taken and it's been taken by Chinese F2 driver Guan Yu Zhou, who will partner Valtteri Bottas at Alfa Romeo. Zhou is currently running second in F2 behind the man that most people think is better, but who doesn't have a stonking pile of cash to accompany him, Hmm. Oscar Piastri. Well, first of all, can we just say, before we talk about Zhou, um, Oscar Piastri... (laughs) Joe. 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 Before we talk about Joe, who's on first? (laughs) (laughs) Zoo's on first. Oscar Piastri, I think, needs to be commended because he's been through a lot. Like, losing his legs is quite one thing, then racing in the Olympics, then shooting his (laughs) wife, and then going to jail, and now becoming a Formula 2 driver. I just think, give the man, cut the man a bit of slack. Terry, I know you're joking, but I think you're thinking of Robert Kubica. He didn't shoot his wife. <laughs> Sorry, I just keep seeing the name Oscar Piastri. And it's, I've only just realised he's a driver. I just don't know why he's always been talked about in Formula Oscar Street. Piastri, in fairness, is, as far as pretty much anyone can tell, a much better driver than Granny Show. He's going to win F2. It's his first season. He's a rookie. He's winning by a country mile. Granny Show is second, which is fine. He's won a couple of races. But it's his third season in F2, which is a long time to spend in F2. That's... Yeah, but he's Chinese, and we need Chinese well, drivers because apparently China. Yes, this is it. The speculation is next year, of course, when he makes his debut on his one-year contract. There are no Chinese races, but the speculation is that assuming he's not absolutely terrible and he has his contract extended, or goes to another team, there will be maybe two Chinese races in the future because we don't have enough races at the moment. That's the trouble. Um, mm, so yes. he's probably, unless he is really quite terrible, he's probably going to be around for a while. Although, even if he's really quite terrible, I, I fully expect him to beat Bottas next year. <laughs> I, uh, yeah. The, the Bottas thing is weird, because if this, if this year is taught as anything, well, if his entire career is taught as anything, it's that he's really fast, but he's not very good at racing. And he's not going to be in a car out the front next year, so... Ooh, bold prediction. <laughs> well, yeah, you never know. Be, the rules are all changing. Alpha absolutely amazing it. if Alpha turned out to have the equivalent of like a double diffuser next year and are just like a second a lap faster than everyone in testing. But I can't see it. But anyway, you know, best of luck to him. I don't think he's a terrible driver, but I think Bottas will have the better of him. And I don't expect him to be any better than uh, Giovinazzi, whose place he's taking. But that's not the only signing confirmed at Alpha. Robert Kubica has been snapped up for another year. Is it because of his considerable experience in F1 and his race-winning pedigree? Well, yes, but he also brings, wait for it, millions of dollars in sponsorship. Yay! What's this now? Three years of being a reserve driver, is it? Thanks for thanks to his Polish sponsor, the name of which I forget, but it's plastered all over the car. <laughs> um, they're willing to pay lots and lots of money for him to stand in the garage and do the occasional P1 session. Good on him. I mean, it's just—it's a sad end to the. This is the bit of the, of the Kubica story that doesn't make the film, isn't it? No, I think the whole film should start with him being a test driver at Alfa Romeo, <laughs> and then not mention anything else. <laughs> There's no That's back, cruel. no backstory at all. Yeah, yeah. yeah. The the Polish like, guy. Who is this man? He's quite an old, yeah. <laughs> young test He's driver. He's like Kimi Raikkonen, but he doesn't actually go out in the races. How old is he now? Oh, I don't know. Oh, he's probably like 25 or something. <laughs> well, past it. He must be Tell like Lewis Hamilton's age. He must be like late 30s. Uh, didn't they all race together in carts? Something like that? What are we guessing? 
Should we do another bit of live okay, I'm Googling? I'm going to guess he's 37. Okay, 37. I'm guessing Robert Kubica is 37. Robert Kubica, ladies and gentlemen, is... Okay, I'm going to say... 36. No, no, no. 36. Wait, wait, wait. Uh. God, just... I'm sorry. Can I not be part she of this about game? To guess. I'm not a mind reader. I was going to say 36. Of she course you were. going to yeah, say yeah. 36. Exactly. In fairness, he's, he's 37 in two weeks. He's 36 now, so I win. Tell us how wrong we are. You can tweet us at for F1's sake or find us on Facebook where we're for F1's sake or email us at wrong at ff1s.com. Alternatively, though, if you think we are right, fine then, but you can buy us a beer. Just like Winfield Williams, who says, in the off-season, please do an episode entirely about three-time race winner Thierry Bootson. I used to love Thierry Bootson, so... Mm. Winfield Williams, if that is your real name, <laughs> I know. Um, I know his brother Rothman. I would Rothman Williams, and also Camel Williams, and yeah, yeah. Um, the Bats Williams. Yeah. Well, of course, um, we'd probably see his uh, his long lost cousin Saudia Williams in a couple of weeks, and Cannon Williams. Yeah, yeah. I think that's not I think Cannon. we've done that. I mean, Thierry Bootson, he's like a poor man's Ricardo Patrese. No, he's Thierry Bootson is Valtteri Bottas. Is he? <laughs> Is he the best Belgian-born racing driver ever? <gasps> That's a Max Verstappen joke. Oh, because he's not really Dutch, it's is he? quite a good one if you're a nerd. <laughs> uh, cool. Thank you, uh, Winnie, if that is your real name. It's not his real name. Or her real name. Or their real name, Phil. Sure. And Justin B. Abreu, again, who says, My comment last race was with love. Keep up the great work. So here's two pints. We can't remember what you said last week, but thank you for the I can't remember what we said beer. last week. Like, that's what, I don't know what anybody else said last week. I can't remember what I said Let's face ago. it, I probably, I probably called him <laughs> <laughs> Oh, well, it, it got, us, uh, got us some money, so thanks. Thank you, Justin. Exactly. And we're sorry for whatever it was we said. And thank you to our monthly donors keeping us in beer all year long. This week, we celebrate Jenny and Ralph Brynard, Bryce Yay. Davies, Andrew Yay. Cunningham and Yay. Jason R. Bradley. All those guys They're are the best. brilliant. And if you enjoy what we do, whatever that is, you can tell us by going to ff1s.com forward slash pint, pint, pint. If you want to hear about teams, you've got to get with my friends. Is that it? Is that it? Oh, I was expecting a full-on... I thought there was going to be backflips and the staircase. Well, I thought we... you were going to sing with me as well. Are you saying that we're your friends? <laughs> Mercedes! Hamilton started at the front, kept his cool and stayed at the front. Bottas, as always, could have been just a bit more useful. He blames it on his tyres. I blame it on him just not giving a shit about his team anymore. <laughs> What do you blame it on? Yeah, I'm with you. I blame it on him yeah. on him not being a very good racing driver. I think he's a very quick driver. Mm. A very quick mm-hmm. driver. Because he's, he's But as soon as he gets in a race His racecraft's not there. Just pants. It, you you mm. stick it stick him in stick him on a track and say, drive around this track as fast as you can. He will absolutely nail it. He's pretty much up there with everybody else and better than pretty much all of them. Put him behind somebody else. He's like, I don't know what to do. Can you imagine like a careers officer would be like, okay, what do you want to be, Valtteri? And they're like, I'd like to be a Formula One driver. It's like, have you thought of uh, rallying? HR. 
In fairness, <laughs> he might be retail. He, I bet he's fucking amazing at rallying because a this he's finished because all Finns are really good at rally driving because they learn to drive on ice yeah. from the age of like ten. You get some company. Yeah, keep going, Valtteri. <laughs> like you know, he could have Toto Wolff as a um, as a co-driver. Oh, he'd love that. Or I'd love to be a rally driving co-driver. Oh, I think I get very sick. I think it's the easiest job in the fucking world. What, re- reading read reading some very technical notes while you're bouncing around a gravel track at 160 miles an hour and not looking where you're going? I reckon you could automate that. <laughs> I mean, Hamilton was uh, was very good. Yeah. Well done. The, the comeback continues. I can't remember what I bet last week. What did I bet? Did I bet that he would win? You bet £300 <laughs> that Max was I definitely did not do that. I think I bet 50 quid that, that Hamilton would win. And I'll be honest, I'm getting more and more confident about that now. I, you know, I still think that Max is going to take it annoyingly, but it's going to go to the wire, and I think it's going to end in a kind of Senna Prosty, Schumacher, Hilly, Villeneuve crash. Wow! I think Max Verstappen is going to crash his way into well, the Well, one of them gets disqualified from the whole year. Interesting. I think it's going to be a, you know, they're going to be side by side on the last race, and Verstappen's going to take Hamilton out. Is That's it going to be like a really bad movie where they're both sort of, and they're looking across each other and closed in on their eyes, and they narrow their eyes, and then they discover they've got an extra gear, and what if I just push the accelerator and go a bit faster? No, Except Max won't far. do Netflix because they're all lying. <laughs> uh, were you surprised that Hamilton? was able to stay out in front and not really contested by Verstappen at all. I confess, I thought that this might suit Red Bull a bit more because I was pleasantly surprised by the track in some ways because I drove the track years ago in a road car and I thought, eh, here we go. It's all right. But in an F1 car, when you go on board of them, it's sort of a bit like Zanvor. On board, on an onboard lap, when you just follow him around, it's like, fuck, this looks like a good, fun track to drive. Hard to overtake on. Although not quite as bad as we thought. But they, th- there's that sequence of corners where they can basically go absolutely flat out, but they have to absolutely nail the line. I thought that was really good to watch. Um, but I did think that that type of track might suit Red Bull a bit better. So, yeah, I was a little bit surprised, but kind of delighted because it brings them closer together with two races to go. What Ooh. is it now, eight points? Something like that. I do think... I don't know. There's something about Mercedes. Seen, I think I said this last week, but I, I'm, I thought it again this week. Mercedes just seemed to be on it again. Mm. They just seemed mm. to give a shit again. Backs, backs against months, the wall. It just felt like they were folding it in. Yeah. yeah. And now mm. they just seem to be on it and they can go, oh, let's just... This is it. They work here. best under pressure. They don't like it. Exactly. But they, they perform the best. Dun, 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 dun. I mean, that theory yeah. holds no water at all because for the past seven years they've been <laughs> under no pressure at all and have absolutely smashed it. Yeah. But, yeah. You know, sounds like I know what I'm talking about. Exactly. Red Bull. By the end of the weekend, they had the fastest lap, coolest drive to P2 and most unpopular boss. Red Bull managed to pull themselves back from disappointing grid positions to come home with a lot of points. Now, I've got a question for you. Perez Trivia. Oh, Bibs. What do you think? Bibs. Bibs. Bibbidi bib. Bibbidi bib. Wah, wah. Bibbidi bib. Bibbidi bib. Bum, bum. Bibbidi bib. Bibbidi bib. Bibbidi bib. Bibbidi bib. Bibbidi bib. Yeah, I know that started off as Adam's family, but it became blankety blank. <laughs> the crossover we've all been waiting for. Perez's favourite app. Thank you. It's going to be some crypto thing or Is something. It Waze, the navigation app. Give us a clue. Give <laughs> us a clue. Give us a clue. Give us a clue with Michael Parkinson. It's um, Lisa Goddard. Financial. Oh, Lionel Blair oh. died. Is it crypto? Is it, uh, it, it XE like the currency conversion app? 
No. Nationwide Building Society. Okay, I'm going to tell you because Starling it's Bank. quite boring now. It's Monzo. CNBC. He likes to check it first thing in the morning to look at his investments in the stock market. Huh. What a barrel of laughs that man is. Yeah. Good right. feature. I'll tell you what Perez did. Thank you. Uh, I mean, he didn't get on the podium, but what Perez did do is not have to retire, unlike Bottas. No. So... That's good. What's the gap in the in the t- not that everyone cares about the team's battle now, but what, it's got to be pretty close now, isn't it? Between Mercedes and Red Bull. Obviously, because I've done the standings, I know this kind okay. of thing. Okay, uh, it's pretty close, isn't it? Do you actually know? Yeah, the gap is approximately um, eleven. <laughs> okay, that's pretty close. Ooh. Yeah, so I think Red Bull weren't the quickest. Maybe might be slightly disappointed that they didn't win but under the circumstances of okay mercedes won but the other driver got no points at all and they got a second and fourth not a disaster i would say Verstappen was very good at pretending that he didn't care that he didn't win <sighs> he is very Isn't good he? at pre- if he is pretending he's very good at it because he genuinely seems to not in... really give a shit mm. and i i think well, this is what bull, acting bull, i think bullshit. it must be bullshit but he's he's very convincing He's a very good actor. Yeah. Maybe that's where he'll crop up. He's been media trained within an has inch he? of his life to not show any if he, weakness. If he's been he media trained, for somebody who's been media trained within an inch of his life, he makes a lot of gaffes in terms of being politically very uncorrect. This is also true. Now you say mm. that, I kind of agree. So uh, maybe he doesn't. Maybe he doesn't care. Maybe he just lives. Maybe he just lives for the drama. He doesn't care about titles. He cares. He cares. He's just very good. He cares. He's just got some sort of... Per- Perez doesn't care, drama. obviously, but... No. Well, he's too busy, he's too busy checking his of, shares. Do you reckon his dad's got him in some kind of, like, Britney Spears-style bondage? <laughs> Wait, what? I may have misread that story. <laughs> <laughs> legal oh, bondage, not real okay. bondage. Not with leather, but with legal papers. It's less fun. It wouldn't surprise me. Fifty Shades of Foolscap. <laughs> Alpine! I always thought Alonso might shine in Qatar. I'm lying. No one thought Fernando would get a podium, let alone be able to walk up there unaided. <laughs> he is only the third driver over 40 in the last 35 years to stand on the podium. Will this be his last OA podium? Oh, OA podium. Well done. Well done. Thank I you. I mean, probably yes. will be. Mm. I mean, it's you know nice to see him up there. He's just he's just. It's lovely to see him up he's there. He's like oh. Well, uh, he, he sort, he he sort of did what he, I mean he was only there because Bottas retired and people got penalties and Perez did the wrong strategy yeah but he did qualify in you know he did qualify up there and then obviously yeah, there was a penalty it was good and it was but, good you know Gasly also qualified like, Gasly well, started on the front yes. row and he was down in like 10th we'll, we'll get to Gasly be, because he even, tanked it but yeah, yeah before he even st- on the grid he went I, t- I tell you what guys I'll just go back here now before we start there's no point no point is there really don't worry about it so yeah Good yeah. on him. Good on Fernando. I've given Fernando a lot of shit over the years, mm-hmm. and I think if there's one thing he deserves is somebody from a podcast he's never heard of to say, well done, yeah. mate. You did good today. Now fucking, fucking retire. <laughs> <laughs> retire on the high that was 20 years ago. Now, fuck off. Kimmy's gone. He's got to be the off. new Kimmy. I think I think he's he's going to be better. He's, he's seen Kimmy's career progression, which is win a world championship. Although, in, in fairness, Alonso did it more convincingly than, than Kimi did. Take a bit of time off, go and do something else, come back, mm-hmm. and then never leave. That's going to be Alonso. Actually, I've just realised, Alonso's um, entire 
what's his name? Fernando. <laughs> Alonso's entire thing. I bet he's wait, he wants to out outlive, not outlive, outrun <laughs> Hamilton. I think he's waiting. He thinks whenever Hamilton gives up, because basically Hamilton ruined his career. He went to McLaren with Hamilton, and it all fucking ended for him there, really, didn't it? So I think That's he's true. thinking when Hamilton retires, I'll be back in the A train. That's my time to <laughs> shine. In must, about another he six must years, really hate Hamilton. Of course, he, he was absolutely. Well, he was reigning. No, he was reigning world Hamilton. champion when yeah. he joined McLaren, and then Hamilton yeah. came in and fucked it all and drove him to admittedly be a bit of a dick to McLaren and got fired and then got a reputation as a bellend. Yeah, but if Alonso <laughs> if Alonso had a shitty teammate that year, he'd have walked the championship because, you know, Kimi only won it because they were squabbling each other and fucked up. Mm. He'd have probably won 2008 too. He'd probably be a four-time world champion at least now. He'd be a hero. And because of Hamilton, oh, I bet he hates... I just, I just bet he fucking hates probably the true. fucking true. You wouldn't have had to get... Nelson Piquet Jr. to crash into a wall for him. Exactly. Would have had to go back to Renault, Renault yeah. twice. It would probably wouldn't bother going to Ferrari. He'd probably finished at McLaren, being the hero, being the new Senna. God, his life I mean, I bet that ruined so his podium better. the other day. Going, I'm on the podium, but I'm standing next to my fucking nemesis. This yeah, cunt, <laughs> the seven-time world champion. He's probably like uh, spraying the bottle, hoping then hoping it'll smash into shards so he can fucking stab him. Shaft him. Too Wait, far. what's the, what's the okay. shank him? Shank Very him. different. <laughs> <laughs> yes, that, w- that would be unexpected. That'd be a hell of an episode of Drive to Survive, wouldn't it? <laughs> That'd be a great podium. If they- oh. Wouldn't it be great? You know, the next time like someone unexpected wins a race, it'd be great if they all just started fucking on the podium. That'd be the next thing. <laughs> Just pull down the little flap at the bottom of the overalls and just get going. Ferrari! They have got a little flap, haven't they? Like in like Goofy does in cartoons. You know, a little kind of button down. Come on, they, they need now. to poo. <laughs> if they need to poo. Well, that's what it's for, isn't it? You know, you know like the old kind of all-in-one, like, Goofy way. Do you think they just take that over? How often do you think they need to poo? Well, like, in the car. I just... Every couple I just of think they've got the tube at the bottom Did of the seat wear... to suck it away. <laughs> oh, you don't want to get the tubes in the wrong order then, do you? I just think, that's, but that's what it's for, the little button-down thing is for There's pooing. No button-down thing. <laughs> no, I'm talking in Goofy cartoon. You know Goofy, the Disney dog? He wears like a kind of sleep suit thing. And there's a little button <coughs> button hatch at the back. That's got to be for pooing all for anal sex. I think this is one for the Disney PRs. <laughs> I'm just saying... Release the, the goofy sex cut. <laughs> okay. <laughs> wow, that's well, what you've done. Yeah, it's another t-shirt idea. <laughs> Ferrari! The race, this race was not about excitement for Ferrari. It was about tyre management and they managed their tyres. Do you remember the double stacked pit stop? And did you enjoy it? I remember it. I acknowledge that it happened. Did you enjoy it? Uh, mm, no, I'm, I've, I've, I'm ambivalent towards it. Fine, you know, let's do, do it. You know, McLaren are self-destructing, so they might as well just be competent. McLaren! Things looked good for Norris until he got a puncture and then Ricardo's dreams were shattered when he had to drive slowly to save fuel, which is what most of Europe had to do a month ago. <laughs> what happened to McLaren in Qatar? Well... Hang on a minute, what was that about most of Europe? What was that? Uh, well, some of Europe. Uh, Britain. Did you have fuel? Did you we have didn't fuel? have any fuel. We, we've got, we didn't have any fuel. Pro- That's all Brexit. Yeah. There's no fuel crisis here. Don't, don't start to right wing this. Uh, it's, not read a, the it's not a... The only reason you haven't got fuel or sandwiches or we're, meal deals we're, um, is because of Brexit. 
We're not. We're, we're building back better, Terry. McLaren, well, the, oh, yeah. the Ricardo thing. The Ricardo thing. He was basically forced to save a load of fuel because he'd used a load of fuel, except he hadn't. He had a faulty fuel gauge or something. Mm. I assume they have a fuel gauge, and he was he was tap tap tapping it to see if the needle would move. And it turned out halfway through they realised, oh, actually no, you've got loads of fuel, and you've just been saving fuel for no reason. I reckon that somebody in the in the kind of HQ has realised they've made a big it's fuck up. Somebody like, at Fer- it's at somebody screen. at Ferrari. It's a paid Ferrari shill. No, we've all we've all done that in a job where you're just like, no, no, it's not working. No, do it again, do it again. It's not moving, and then you realise you're looking at the wrong thing, and or we should have been moving the whole time. We've all done that. <laughs> have we? Doing it now. Okay. Um, yeah, I mean they've gone completely off the boil. What happened to Norris? No, what happened to Norris? Norris had a good qualifying, um, didn't he? Oh, he had a puncture, didn't he? He was one of the he many punctures. I forgot about the punctures. There were a load of punctures. That was that so, was well exciting. Pirelli said, don't do a one-stop because you'll get a puncture. <laughs> and the teams went, fuck off, Pirelli. We know what we're doing. We're going to do a one-stop. And then all the cars got a puncture. And then they started blaming Pirelli. He turned <laughs> yeah, around yeah. and went, we did say, don't do a one-stop. But, but it is a weird PR thing for Pirelli because they're just they're going... Could you not do a one stop because our tyres aren't good enough to do it? You know, it's, it's a very strange thing to come out and the, say. The whole, be, you know, the whole even Pirelli though, deal. I don't understand why they're still there because their top, their job is to make deliberately shit tyres. They could easily make tyres that mm. last the whole race, no trouble at all. But they're deliberately told to make them shit, and it just means that everyone goes, "Oh, those Pirelli tyres—they're going off pretty quickly." If you get Pirelli tyres on your road car, somebody, anyone who follows F1, will go, "Whoa! Well, you get the hards or the softs, or they'll go off quite quickly. You'll have to change them." <laughs> There's also the thing of obviously we've got the cost cap coming in next year. There's all this talk about money in Formula One and how they've got to make it cheaper. And it is still ridiculous that they go, oh, yeah, and every car is going to have 20 sets of tyres per race that's going to be shipped at great they cost. They should have one set of tyres <laughs> for the world. season. That would be great. No, they should have, no, like engines, they should have four sets for the season. So, you but, know, they kind of But without go, pitting, how much, what's, how, you know, how much entertainment would that take away from the race? No, you still have to do two compacts. So there'd be four, you'd have four sets. This is like a state of F1. We're doing another one on the fly. Four okay. sets of two different compounds, so eight sets in total for the whole mm-hmm. year, and they're special, super durable. One softer, one's harder. You've still got to do two compounds um, per race. You've still got to have a pit stop. Oh, I see. Okay. Just the same tyres. should probably yeah. have an exception right. if you do get a puncture or you fuck up and flat spot. No. Them. You, well, no. there should be some sort of penalty, no. but you can get one, but there's some sort of reason for yeah. you not to do that. The, the penalty is you've got to drive around with a puncture <laughs> for the rest of the season. <laughs> or you've just got to patch it up. You've got to take there's like a branch of quick fit which they could sell the sponsorship for. At the end at the you end of the pit like lane they could tire. go in and they just patch it up. They've got to put the tire in a bowl of water and look for the bubbles. Then <laughs> <laughs> get a little puncture repair kit. Sand down the bit of tire, put the glue on, then the thing. Plaster. Yep. I think I think oh, we've so- sorted nice. it. But yeah. Yeah, that's what I'm to Also, they're not very good now. Yeah. Remember I'll... earlier in the year when everything. Well, was this good. is that they peaked at Monza. They got all their luck. Yeah. They just spent all their luck at once at Monza and got a one-two, and then they just went completely off a cliff. Okay, but what would you if you said to Zach Brown at the start of the year, you can have a good year where you're kind of third in the constructors, but it's a bit disappointing, or you can have a shit year, but you get a one-two at Monza. I mean, good year would be a better tire choice. Uh, I he probably would have taken the one two, but then they've they've sort of had this thing where it's like, oh, we could get third in the champion. Actually, would a one two be worth more financially than third versus yeah, fourth in the championship? Because it's it's quite a big difference mm. in terms of prize money. It's like sort of fifteen million quid or something. 
So actually, yeah. maybe he would have taken the he would he, he would have taken the third place, Taking and then he two. wouldn't have had to get a tattoo. Do you remember yeah. he got his tattoo of Monza when he went to Austin? No, knowing knowing competitive people, they'd have taken the one two, and then been thinking behind the scenes. Oh yeah, but I bet we can win other races. Yeah, and it's like you go, no, 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 I'm from the future. <laughs> I can control what's happening. This isn't. You can do well. This is a binary yeah. choice. And they'd be like, no, no, we'll yeah. we'll win. Alpha Tauri. Things were looking good for Alpha Tauri pre-race on Sunday. Gasly was second on the grid. Sonoda was on the grid. And then it all went wrong. What happened to Gasly and how much of that was his fault? I don't, last time I checked, he had no idea what went wrong. Uh, it just seemed like as soon as the race started, his tyres went off a cliff straight away. The car was incredibly slow, even when he had new tyres. And it just didn't work very well. I can only assume that they'd mm. set their car up so that one lap pace was tremendous, but their race pace was dreadful. Well, I think it's that thing where you go, when you're a team that normally starts in like 10th or 11th place or whatever, you've got to kind of set up your car with that in mind. I think that's what they did. And then they find themselves second (laughs) and they're like, well, we can't go this quick because this is going to really fucking hurt. But you're like, but this is Formula One. It's about qualifying at the front and running away with it. It's like, yeah, but, you know, we have to decide the setups before qualifying. And actually, you know, like Netflix viewers, it's not as simple as that actually it's really bad for us to start second it's really ruined well we should race. point out that the only reason that Gasly started second is because he had because he, he fucked up and got a puncture in qualifying uh, which then led to the yellow flags confusion which then led to penalties for Bottas and Verstappen so and the rogue you, marshal well, can we talk sure. about the rogue marshal can we talk about the rogue the marshal? best of the Star Wars films <laughs> the rogue marshal uh, I think after all these years of doing the podcast it's time for me to um, come clear uh. and say that I am the Rogue Marshal. <laughs> no, I am every, the Rogue... Oh, sorry, that's the wrong film. <laughs> every Sunday, I go to a various... Sometimes it's a Grand Prix, sometimes it's Superbikes, sometimes it's just like Thru- Thruxton. Is that, is that yes. the place? Thruxton. 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 It's like, guys, I'm here, where's the race? <laughs> and I haven't got a yellow flag. I've just got a tea towel that I've... Um, well, let's say I've, I've stained oh. it yellow in another way. <laughs> You know, it's just dribble and come <laughs> and spit Aww. and piss. And I will just stand at key corners waving flags until cars sure. stop. And this week, I finally got one to stop, and it was Max Verstappen. And then Christian Horner dares to have a go at me because I'm trying to make F1 interesting again. Fuck off. Karen Horner. Yeah. Fair. Um, and a reminder, if you do want one of Terry's flags, ff1s.com forward slash shop, shop, shop. There's a very long lead-in time, though, because I've got to prepare it. Yeah, they're all bespoke. Scratch. So if you order it, it'll take about three months, but it'll be very yeah. yellow when you get it. <laughs> and I will even sell top-up fluids. Oh. Oh. <laughs> if you need it serviced. Also, Sonoda was there. Yeah. Oh, he got a visor stuck in his engine or something. Oh, caught in his rear wing. He yeah. got his tear- no, it was stuck in the wing. flap. He's got, he got a tear-off in his flap. Yeah, oh yeah, and his bumper. How lo- unlucky do you have to be to pull off your, your visor tear off and it land in your own fucking car? <laughs> it's just like, that's the equivalent of just like, you know, when you do a thing. It's like, it's like ro- rolling down the window in your car and flicking some of that and it just goes straight in the back window and hits you. Past that's what face. I was thinking of. That, Phil, it's yes. like that. It's like, it's like throwing a cigarette out of the car and it setting fire your... to the boot of your car. Yeah. Brilliant. Well done, Yuki. Well done, Alpha Tauri. You should all be ashamed of yourselves. 
Aston Martin. Both cars in the points. Admittedly, there aren't loads of points, but this season has not been that kind to Aston Martin. What's brought these guys back to bang average? They've just they've not been massively fucking up that I hmm. can think of. When was the last time they massively fucked up? I think it's a while ago. They've just been sort of putting in yeah. not brilliant, but fine performances well, they've, they've in their okay being, car. They've gone back to being Force India, really, haven't they? They're just always there. Well, Force India That's were always Force operating always slightly there. above what you'd expect them, whereas Aston Martin still probably True. slightly below what you might expect, considering the resources and the and the name. But they've been are they are they the most average team at the moment? Oof, they've not been crap. They've not been brilliant. <laughs> Sometimes they do all right. Sometimes they don't do that well, but most of the time they're just sort of there in the lower half of the points, doing their thing. Even Lance Stroll hasn't been that crap. Sebastian Vettel's had a few dodgy races. Well, they've both had a couple of dodgy races here and there, but they've they've been fine. They are the most fine it's team. Right. They are they are all right. They're all right, Jack. Yes, um, but they'll want to be better than that because Lance uh, Lance Stroll's dad will not be not be happy with that. He'll want he's pissed. he's going to be furious. Mm. He's probably chewed the head off a load of puppies Alfa Romeo I I just can't remember what Alfa Romeo did help me out uh, Kim, oh, you, did one of them oh, get a puncture one of the, oh, something oh, something happened did they qualify well I, no I, did they did they finish in the points no did they get a puncture I feel like Kimi Raikkonen did something I feel like Kimi Raikkonen did something, so let's leave it at that. Were they? No, they were okay. 14th and 15th, I think, weren't they? Anyway, they were out of the points. Don't. Nobody cares. Yeah. Giovinazzi's leaving. He's announced... Oh, we know what Giovinazzi's doing, because obviously we've heard about um, Guan Yu's show. IndyCar, Formula E. That's got to be the hardest announcement to make, isn't it? When you've got to say through gritted teeth, I'm really happy to be going to Formula <laughs> yeah. E. It's like the return... What's, the, what's what that I've sort of... Isn't there's, you know, about. there's like an entertainment industry home... Where all the old stars of like the forties and fifties go to die. The artist it's something like that, but they have a literal yeah. care home where they all go to be looked after until they die. That's what Formula E is for racing drivers. Don't at me. Oh. Williams. After slow starts from both cars, Williams team thought they were onto a winner when deciding to opt for one stop strategies. This is what happens when you don't take Pirelli warnings seriously. Mm. We've already answered this. Yeah. Um, Do you remember when George Russell was impressive? He was impressive, wasn't he, for a a week Mm. or two? No pressure, George. Yeah, next year. What's going to happen when you put him in a good car? Hamilton will be considerably better than him. Discuss. He's going to be so fucking disappointing. I think he'll be better. Or- really oh, well, say. I think he'll be better in the races than Bottas. I don't think he'll be as good in qualifying as Bottas. <gasps> but he's Mr. Saturday. Let's see if he's still Mr. Saturday against Hamilton, though. <laughs> he's been Mr. Saturday against Latifi. And let's face it, lovely guy as Latifi I mean, is, he's not very quick. Didn't Latifi beat him he the other did. week, though? So, he, so Russell hasn't got a 100% no, thing against his teammate, which was the only thing he had mm. going for him. Oh, well. Oh, Russell. He's already peaked. He's on his downward trajectory. He's going to be the Red Bull second driver of Mercedes. The what? The Red. He's going to be like Albon and Gasly and, I don't know, Scott Speed or whoever else was there. I can't remember. Scott Speed. No, Scott Speed. He never even got to Red Red Bull, did he? He was. 
No, but Albon. Albon? I can't remember his Alex name. Alex Albon. They just go, don't they? <laughs> they just leave your mind. Hang on, isn't he going to Williams next year? Uh, yes, he is. He's back. How good he is, isn't he? The, back, the Mac is back. Albon is Balbon. That doesn't work. Hey, yes. <laughs> I thought I'd use my cold to good effect. That's Aww. good. Bassy. But I'm just doing like a foghorn. Ha! Gregorian <laughs> chanting. I quite like it. Ha! <laughs> I mean, they finished the race. <laughs> I mean, they finished the race and Schumacher didn't come second to last. He came second to second to last. So definitely not one of Hass's more humiliating weekends. This is the problem putting your name on a team is that every now and again people go, oh, that Hass, that's after a real bloke. I wonder, what, I wonder how he's feeling right now that his cars are fucking last. <laughs> he's just had his head in his hands for the past three years. Like it's, and not even Gunter Steiner's not even entertaining anymore. I've, I've not, I haven't seen Gunter Steiner all year. He's is probably he been right? told not to be so. Not to draw attention to them because they're a, they're the all they're the all American team owned by the all American entrepreneur that's basically now entirely funded by Russian oil or gas money, and they're only known for a swearing Austrian. Uh, well, no, no, not uh, no. In fairness, it's not just a swearing Austrian; it's also a, a sexually molesting uh, Russian guy. So they're multifaceted. Uh. That is that is the dream that has gone very sour for Gene Haas, hasn't it? This this is next year. Not next the movie, year, with new it's rules. Not the movie script he had in mind. New rules. Haas can be on top, like Alfa Romeo. Even if, this other, is thing, even if that, team is going to be on that top. happens, it's not going to be with an American driver, which is what he wanted. That's it's going to be with the with a shit Russian driver and the son of an F1 legend that's not as good as his dad. Let's be honest, uh, with a car in mm. Russian colours. So. All of which brings us to the standings with Terry Saunders. In first place, it's Max Verstappen with his rogue Marshall. In second place, forgetting Sarah Marshall, it's Lewis Hamilton. In third place, rogue squadron, he's in the wrong team now, it's Bottas. Two yellow flags outside Erie, Indiana. <laughs> I couldn't remember what the real name was. That's Sergio Perez. Look at the flags, look how they wave for you. That's yellow flags by Lando Norris. Rogue Trader, that's Charlie Clerk. That should have been Perez after we've heard about his financial dealings. Uh, Moulin Rouge is Carlos Sainz. Honey Badgers, they also can't really be seen anywhere, can they, Daniel? Um, the Yellow Flag Marine is Pierre Gasly. The Fairy Tale of New York by the Rogues is Alonso. Double Waved Kellogg's Cornflakes is Ocon. Four Time Wood Flags. <laughs> What? <laughs> He's a full-time world flag. All the things are based on world marshals or flags. I ran out of ideas at about 10. Gosh. You know the rules. The rules are, if the standings are shit, then the state of F1 right. is good. Right. So, we'll, we'll okay. Settle in. Um, in 14th place, it's Yuki Shinoda, who's a horn-again Christian. That's good. That's very good. <laughs> yeah. Horn-again yeah, Christian. That's Come on. Yeah. That's good. George Marshall. That's George Russell. Uh, don't hit the other flag. That's Kimi Raikkonen. Nicholas Lagrid penalty <laughs> and double waved armpits is Antonio what? Giovinazzi. What does that mean? He's got. I bet he's got beautiful armpit hair as Giovinazzi. Do you reckon he ties right. it back? Why? I reckon he's got long, beautiful armpit hair, like really well conditioned. I just think he's got. Just if if you saw Giovinazzi's torso, 
or upper body. He would just have long <laughs> armpit hair down to maybe his hips. Okay. Beautiful man. And the constructors. There's in first place with their flexi wing is Mercedes. Uh, Red Bull are flexitarians. Ferrari are flexi time. Uh, McLaren is Dexter Flexter. Um, <laughs> Alpine is flex capacitor. Alpha Tarian sixth is flex, 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 flexibility. That's the beauty of gas. Uh, flex the cat is Aston Martin. Right side flex is Williams. And oh, Alpha's disappeared. I mean, that's pretty wait accurate. Minute, wait a minute. Wait a minute. <laughs> oh, yeah. Alpha. I haven't got anything for Alpha. Fuck them. <laughs> And now for the man of the match of driving. Fernando, Fernando Alonso. Alonso. Oh, God, really? Oh, come on. And now it's time for the State of F1 with Terry Saunders. There's been something bugging me about Christian Horner all year, and I've not been able to put my finger on it. I thought it was that I just didn't like him, because I don't like him. But now I realise it was more than that. I fucking loathe him. Not because he's leading the challenge against Lewis Hamilton, who really is the people's Nigel Mansell, but because he's so fucking disingenuous, and I'm starting to think it's on purpose. It's not just that he supports his own driver and team, that's part of the job description, but it's about just how over the top it is. If anything dare happen against Max Verstappen, then the whole world is against him, it's a massive cover-up. And now even the bloody marshals are involved. Whenever there's a penalty against Max, it's a case of, won't somebody think of the children? This is the worst thing that ever happened and someone might die. But when Max is at fault, it's just racing, isn't it? Don't try and sanitise it, it's just racing, it's great, it's racing. And I'm starting to think this is just a tactic. This is Brexit plus Fox News plus Trump. This is the way they're winning the championship, a dirty way. Shout loud that everyone else is cheating and it delegitimises the whole construct. And Max, even though he's always been a hothead, seems to have been totally carried away and all brainwashed by it. Now saying he doesn't want Netflix filming because they lie, like Trump doesn't want CNN because of made-up electoral fraud. Look, I'm very happy that this week Horner finally got some punishment, aside from his marriage, for blaming the marshal. But don't worry, I have a solution. Firstly, pay the fucking marshals. It's a multi-zillion pound sport and everyone is rich and we've got volunteers doing the fucking marshalling. And then they, have, they get accused by some fucking rich Spice Girl married millionaire that they're not doing their job properly. If you can pay people to stop other people talking to Martin Brundle, then you can definitely pay a bunch of people to, you know, wave flags and save lives. But otherwise, we need words to have consequences. If Horner does more slagging off to the very infrastructure of Formula One, then he should get a sin bin. He's not allowed to be on the pit wall or to do a cosy crofty chat during a session. Or give him a grid penalty at the next race. Both Red Bulls drop five spots down the grid because their manager is a fucking bellend. <sighs> uh, hard to disagree. Yeah, mm. I, I particularly think that the marshals, the marshals do not get nearly enough credit and you couldn't race without them. Yeah. And the fact that they do it all for nothing frankly, is taking advantage of their goodwill and enthusiasm, so I'm fully with you. In club motorsport, you know, fine. There isn't the money for it. It's grassroots. Great. F1, I agree. They should, at the very least, get a little something-something. That is it from us. It's goodbye to Phil Tromans. Goodbye. We haven't had time to talk about the breaking news as we record this, that uh, Aston Martin has signed Mercedes's chief aerodynamicist. But Ooh. not until the end of next year because they all have insane amounts of gardening leave time. Because oh, Aston Martin has heaven. also signed, which was a while ago, the uh, head of uh, Red Bull's aerodynamics as well. And he's not allowed to start till like 2023 or something. But come 2023, 
Aston Martin are going to have some pretty good peeps. And to Terry Saunders. We haven't had time to talk about our mail-out. We haven't mentioned that for a few weeks, but we do a mail-out every Monday morning, mostly, after the race. And we did one this week. And that's all I have to say. It's not terrible. It can be. It's not always terrible. (laughs) We'll be back in two weeks to discuss the Saudi Grand Prix if they finish it in time. But in the meantime, check out our Facebook page, facebook.com forward slash 4F1sake and follow us on Twitter at 4F1sake. And you can still buy merch. Terry, where can you get that? ff1s.com forward slash shop shop shop. Thanks for listening. See you in two weeks. I've been Jukarez. Goodbye. Bye. Bye. Podcast Network.